0: everybody. Welcome to No Story is Sacred. If you've never listened before, basically we're four siblings who grew up talking about the art of storytelling. Now that we're adults, we're still talking about it, and we're inviting you to join the conversation. I'm Kat, and I could really go for a protein bar right now. Do you guys, do you guys want a protein bar? I'm really feeling an urge for a protein bar.
1: I'm Brendan, and choo-choo, motherfuckers.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm Pippin. And I think it's worth the UTI. Oh, (laughs) goddamn. Oh, goddamn. I remember that meme. And you know what? Fuck yes. Fuck yes. Literally, fuck yes. (laughs) No
2: regrets. None. I just remembered that people who knew me as a child
0: listened to this. Anyway, you go. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Coworkers and students listen to mine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's okay.
3: And I'm Alex, and I can say with a hundred percent certainty that I have never eaten a baby. Ninety-nine percent certainty.
0: 98. Well,
1: <laughs> I mean, who knows what's in school lunch, right?
0: Right. By the way, guys, I still have this protein part. Does anybody want the protein bar?
1: <laughs> uh, how many legs are in there?
0: Only six.
1: Oh, wow. That's actually kind of <laughs> impressive.
0: <laughs> I know, right?
1: It's a low leg formula.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ew. If not obvious from what we were talking about, and why would it be, today we're talking about the 2013 film Snowpiercer. So spoilers abound. If you want specific content warnings about things we may talk about, check out the like show <laughs> notes on nostoryisacred.com. Straight off the bat, uh, cannibalism. Just,
2: yeah. yeah.
1: And violence.
0: Yep, drug abuse,
1: uh, uh, like capitalism.
0: <laughs> trains,
1: trains. Oh God, Ooh, trains! God, trains. Uh, mm-hmm. Industrialist metaphor, <laughs> social class metaphors.
0: Snow. Uh Where are the Maybe. handicapped people? Oh, that's right. We created them. Mm. Uh, I have a lot I was just about. gonna
1: say and piercing, but geez. <laughs> Oh, that's
0: hot tattoos. Like oh, that tattoo makes you wonder one- why aren't they? Yeah. Right. They're like, how did they not get instantly infected? Right.
3: Well, at that point, you just incorporated into the design.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. For those of you who've never seen Snowpiercer, the summary, according to Google is survivors of Earth's second ice age live out their days on a luxury train that plows through snow and ice. That's a good joke, by the way. <laughs> Plows wow. The train's poorest residents, who live in the squalid caboose, plan to improve their lot by taking over the engine room. Revolution! I feel like there's more there than that, guys. Is there? But, I mean, to be fair, that's... Not really, really. I mean, get to I the mean, front of the not. train, that is, win.
1: That is the story. Revolution. Yeah. And, I mean, really, what this movie was, I think, was Chris Evans's beard auditioning for Infinity War.
2: <laughs> i think it was chris evans's beard showing that he has range beyond marvel
1: that's true yeah chris evans has a lot of range in it this very much was a like a chris evans feature right
2: i mean and all the other hot people
0: so many hot wonders. people
1: who knew the post-apocalypse you would, would have like
3: so many hot people <laughs> i mean every Listen. everybody every, every post-apocalypse genre <laughs> Literally yeah, every true, single all one. All of them.
0: Did the Matrix teach you nothing? <laughs> <laughs> like, also, they were eating some really high quality food, you guys.
1: Apparently, yeah, yeah.
0: Makes you pretty. Something,
2: something vampirism. <laughs> eh.
1: So, so let's uh, let's dive into this here. Uh, to start off with, in the movie, uh, we'll we'll talk about the graphic novel a little bit later. I think
0: it was based on a graphic novel, French, uh,
1: French, yeah. Like, uh, in the movie, the backstory is that to fight global warming, uh, they decided to, I guess, make a really cold thing happen, shrug, and it worked better than expected.
0: If you look at the title cards, which, by the way, is another, I think that this is a worthwhile use of title cards. It's a chemical that they threw up in the air and like, this will help us combat global warming. And they were right. It, and then it, we done fucked up because you don't throw random shit into the atmosphere. I mean, just stop it. Oh,
3: why did they so, stop throwing random shit? Like just keep on throwing shit until oh, you get a balance.
2: Burn the <laughs> sky and then the robots can't take over. <laughs>
1: <There> we, <laughs> yeah. My my counterpoint there, cat, is that I think it could have been a great mystery going in through the movie to have the back passengers maybe even discover the, the, the horrid history that we basically inflicted this on ourselves.
0: Well, but well, I- the story is that it didn't actually happen that long ago for them. It's only 17 true. years. So we I still know. have to have the, the difference between the, the people who remember Earth that was and the train babies.
1: Yeah. I'm just saying, I don't like title cards.
2: <laughs> I'm going to admit, I forgot that there were title cards at the beginning because I've seen this one movie once before when it came out. Uh, um, yeah, so same. I, uh, being a responsible, uh, movie watcher, uh, actually got up and went to my kitchen for a second. Wow. I needed yeah. a drink. Uh, and when I sat back down, I got like the tail end of the telecards and I was like, whoops. And I didn't <laughs> rewind. <laughs> Cause I was like, listen, if it doesn't work without me having read them, how That's good true. is it?
0: That's a very good point.
1: <laughs> and it still works without yeah, them. It's fine. So
0: absolutely.
1: My point stands. Haha. Damn it. Anyway. <laughs> uh so so we we start off in the tail section of the train with uh Chris Evans's character uh what what is his name Curtis What yeah, Curtis Curtis clearly they're plotting something them <laughs> tail section people and it's revolution shit goes down uh we we get a lot of the fact that it really sucks to be in the tail section and I thought it was a really kind of clever scene early on in the film when they kick off the revolution, when following a hunch of, hey, guys, that one line of dialogue that the uh, What's-Her-Name said about don't use those useless guns. Hey, guys, bullets are extinct. (laughs) Revolution.
2: I feel like this is a good example of why uh, OPSEC is important. Uh, and yep. why you don't let fucking civilians in, because they'll accidentally reveal that your guns are useless.
1: Yep. <laughs> and yeah, that was just like a great little moment there where like Chris Evans runs up and like holds the barrel of the gun to his own head, which, you know, Hot, okay. High risk,
2: high reward.
1: <laughs> Inspiring leadership moment there. <laughs> and
2: attractive. And, and uh, that
1: too.
0: Kind of self uh hurdy. Woo! <laughs> chris evans playing somebody who's self-destructive what what, what?
1: <laughs> surely you
0: jest he would never i i appreciate that it what didn't spend too long on it you know yeah. it was it they didn't in another lesser movie i feel like they would have been like really would have kept it there for longer than like what the two second shot we had yeah mm. uh got the point point and they didn't because there was more story to tell we had shit to do
3: this train, is, this train is moving and, and we
1: ain't stopping. Yeah. And, and from that point, it's like, bullets are extinct, guys. Let's kick some ass. And you just know those soldiers are like, fuck.
2: I feel like it's important to point out that while they're planning the revolution, the thing that actually kicks it off, uh, is that a couple kids got taken by the front of the train and they don't know why.
1: True. True. I actually learned that that's a recent development as well. The taking of the kids.
2: Mm. yeah if it'd been an always thing probably would have been able to get away with it
1: now to be fair as well they've also been getting hidden information from somebody farther ahead on the train a, a conspirator
3: <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun.
1: and so they've been passing back messages to them so the seeds of revolution have been planted a while ago but the taking the kids thing yeah yeah that uh
2: not cool i believe it's the traditional term
1: With the benefit of hindsight, the timing of the taking of the kids probably done way on purpose on that particular day. Yeah. Because it also happens to be the new year. Yay! Yay.
2: However (laughs) years are (laughs) measured now.
1: Revolutions uh, around the world? Yeah, it takes takes the train one year to go around.
2: Get it? Uh, Get it? We don't know that it actually takes a year to go. We do. Yeah, it says so.
1: Yeah, there's a... There's expository TV propaganda. During the
0: propaganda movie.
3: The propaganda says.
0: And we yeah. all know to trust propaganda,
2: right, guys? Yeah. Right? Yeah. All and- I know is that they celebrate the New Year when they pass over this one particular spot, which is the yeah. an anniversary of when they uh, got on or whatever. And I'm like, how do no, you get on No, it's a particular on on bridge? bridge. It's a weird bridge. That's well. It's still weird. And uh, we don't, I, I don't trust any of it. Uh, I am trying to say that Edgar is older than he seemed because uh, I spent a lot of the movie going, you know, what? Edgar's in love with Curtis, uh, and maybe <laughs> yeah. they did something about that, and then I realized that Edgar was like seven, eight, seventeen, eighteen, nope. and then I felt bad about it. So I am trying to retroactively listen. Fix that. What
0: happens on the train stays on the train.
1: It's train law now.
0: <laughs> train law. <laughs> Um, although I, again, I'm gonna appreciate the world building here. They're in the middle of a bloody melee. Is that how you say that? Melee? Melee? Melee, melee. yeah. Melee, sure, whatever. A bloody fight. <laughs> melee. <laughs> Between, um, you know, dudes with fucking hatchets and shit, uh, and, and the rebels. And it all shuts down immediately for this one trouble spot. <laughs> <laughs> and it speaks very much to like, you know, humans do shit like that. We do. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's very much in a – it's a less heartwarming version of, like, the uh, the Christmas Day armistice or whatever the hell. Yeah. You know, because they <laughs> – that's just sad. This is like, we're fighting for everything. But we have to pause for a minute. Pause, guys, pause.
3: <laughs> <laughs> time out, time out, time out.
0: There's something in my eye. There's something in my eye.
3: It's like the, the violent combat version of, of, of street hockey.
2: Car. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yes.
0: And I mean and that's demonstrated by Curtis actually ending up next to one of the the dudes with a you know a hatchet, you know. Curtis is looking a little bummed out, but the dude's smiling at him, like oh hey, it's here. <laughs> um <laughs> And how are you? How is Marge and the kid? Um <laughs> What's your train resolution gonna
1: be, Curtis?
0: Like oh 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 I didn't mean Murder to ask about all. the kids. Oh oh Ooh, oh. oh my my bad. oh <laughs>
1: uh, Aw. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Want to kill each other again?
0: Yay. Yeah. That would be better. That
2: would be. Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> All right.
2: So they fight on the train up through the cars. They grab Tilda an engineer. the <laughs> Swinton. Yes. Uh, but also an engineer, maybe? A security expert.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Him. Uh, yeah. Who's uh, addicted to...
1: Cronol.
0: There, Which it- is... He used to be in the front of the train, because he did all the design work, and then he got addicted. And so they stuck him in the prison section.
2: cronal uh, being highly addictive, hallucinogenic, uh, uh, highly explosive industrial waste. The best kind of drug.
1: And might give you, like, clairvoyance?
0: Yeah, that seems to be a thing. <laughs> uh, they also rescue his uh,
2: daughter, who is clairvoyant. Don't, don't question it. Don't question it. Why are you questioning it? <laughs>
1: Stop questioning things. Don't open the door.
2: There's something bad on the other side. Don't open the door.
1: Oh, surprise, surprise. There's bad things on the other side.
2: A whole train full of daredevils. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Train law.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Train
1: Uh. justice.
0: (laughs) There's no dumpsters for him to throw himself into. There's no train justice here.
1: That's why they lose.
0: It's (gasps) true. It's
1: true. He didn't have the
0: strategic... Egdom to throw himself into. Aww. So, so I think it
1: it goes without saying that there are awesome fight scenes throughout the entirety of the train.
0: Oh hell yes! And there's also uh, on YouTube there are awesome fight sequences of yeah. the, the training that they went through. Ooh, the, shit.
1: the training, yeah.
2: training,
0: boom, boom, boom. Yeah, it's hot wow. as hell. <laughs> no reason. Uh, Don't worry about it.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, I do feel like the most important character is the one whose name I don't remember, but isn't wearing a shirt. Oh, yeah, him. <laughs> what is uh, his name? He does martial arts. Yeah, he does. Uh, he punches people. Yes. He runs through
0: the darkened train with a torch. He runs along the top <sighs> of their uh, uh, of their its giant doorstop. And then he, like, legs a dude. Yep. So great. <laughs> so great. But first he had to take off his shirt. Very because, important because yeah, he got those tattoos for a fucking reason. Listen, he needs that freedom of movement. Surrender or die. Pick a side.
3: So, so a lot of this tra- this uh, movie is first.
2: Yes, <laughs> yes.
0: But Pippin, what's yes. it worth?
2: <laughs> the UTI. <laughs> <laughs> so, just to explain that, there is a post on Tumblr talking about uh, Chris Evans in this movie. Uh, about and how how dirty and rank he is throughout it, and how really uh no one should touch him, but you know talking about how hot he is despite the dirty and rankness uh on a scale of one to ten uh it's pop three three pills and uh, it's worth the UTI
1: ah uh.
0: <laughs>
1: anyway anyway
0: hey Pippin, no. high five high five ready. So, no regrets. So None. there's
1: lots of good fight scenes in the movie, but let's uh
2: <laughs> let's talk about regrets.
1: the like I I guess just the the theming of the movie cuz
2: oh,
0: clearly what? It's children
2: in the future. And
1: social
0: class? Yeah. It yeah, it's it's social class in the it's cuz the whole thing
2: kicks off with uh children being taken. Uh we get talk about the balance and all that. Uh, lots of talk about train babies. Some train babies being eaten in the beginning. Spoiler alert.
1: Front section train babies being indoctrinated.
2: Indoctrinated. Mm-hmm. We get the whole thing with their uh, school. Uh, and, and Chris Evans' face through, through that whole sequence. is <laughs> It's, it's so a whole great.
0: ass mood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the uh, woman who plays the mom. Uh, I thought her face was great, too, where she's just like, what? Yes. Uh,
2: and then at the very, very end... Uh, when, spoiler alert, everyone dies and the train is crashed, uh, the two people to survive the, and leave the train are... Two train babies. Yeah, two train babies. Uh, a 17 year old, the, uh, the, the... The daughter. The daughter and... Drug addicted clairvoyant daughter. Yep. Uh, and, uh, Timmy, who got taken in the beginning.
1: And they see life.
2: Which implies that other people survived, and I like to think that another set of humans survived somewhere, and they're gonna tell the story of the train, and they're gonna be like, "What, what the shit?" It's gonna be that Julia de Dryfiske I guess, from Veep. <laughs> oh
0: yeah. <laughs> <That> <laughs> nervous <laughs> chuckle. What? what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it's like what the fuck? <laughs> like, just and then there was a train myth. car that was just full of an aquarium, uh, <laughs> and you could eat the fish but only twice a year. Like, what the shit are you talking about? <laughs>
2: uh, and then they rolled in some eggs to sell it for new year.
0: And, but they had guns in them. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. And one, like, there's another thing though. Have we talked about like the weird message bullets?
1: Yeah. We, we implied weird. them. Yeah. Uh, so, so uh, as I mentioned earlier, uh, the revolution, uh, at Curtis, really and, uh, yeah. Uh, it was receiving messages from somebody
0: yeah. farther ahead
1: on the train via hidden messages and what looked like little bullet type things. Whether or not they're actually bullets, eh. Uh, but they were just little messages. And surprise, surprise, the one who was sending the messages was the guy at the very front of the train. Wilford.
2: Wilford. Mr. Wilford.
1: Mr. Wil. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, 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 dear. Oh dear. Uh,
2: he deserves your respect <laughs> he saved us all
0: okay, he okay. designed the sacred engine
3: okay i just got to say the the bad guy's name being wilford <laughs> i'm just
0: cuz they couldn't say wonka in it what what
1: which actually that's kind of appropriate cat cuz yeah. the entire plan of mr wilford was that he wanted a successor
2: and mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. successor was, <laughs> was going to be Curtis. Because why wouldn't you pick the hottest person? I mean, that makes sense. Hottest to person me. on the train, yeah. Makes that's sense. How it, that's how the revolution works. But yeah, he tells Curtis all of this, and then Curtis finds out that uh, Gilliam, who we haven't even mentioned, uh, John Hurt. Uh, John Hurt betrayed us all uh, and hurt us.
0: Um, shocking, John Hurt. How could you?
2: John Hurt, uh, who was also part of the revolution, uh, you know, old man who guides us all, uh, he uh, was in on the failed revolutions because it's
0: important for morale or something. I don't know. I lost track. Mm-hmm. Or no, a natural selection, no. maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it's because selection. there has to be a balance. And when people are having babies and stuff like that, really the best thing to do is – and like, have you fuckers never heard of like uh, prophylactics? Um, no, but those there was one extinct
1: 10 years ago,
0: <laughs> but there has to be a balance. And so just to keep it all, you know, going fine, you just Murder. have to let these revolutions happen to get like that general element of, you know, uh, uh freedom, freedom out of their systems. You have to have the illusion of free will the again. Illusion. Very Matrix. <laughs> oh, very the Truman show, which has the same fucking actor. Ed mm-hmm. Harris. Ed for Harris. Those
1: listening at home.
0: Ed Harris plays Wilford, uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Wilford, and also the director in the Truman Show. Ed Harris just looks like a guy who will be in charge of something. All dystopic fiction,
2: she says, grabbing up her broad brush.
0: (laughs) Painting it (laughs) liberally on
2: the scenery. is about the lack of free will. Ooh. And the choices that you're forced to make.
3: Yeah. The false equivalent choices.
2: The choices you think that you have.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So- I'm just going to put my broad brush back down now. I'm done.
1: <laughs> so so I, I guess uh, there's not much to talk about with the middle of the train. But yeah, at the end of the train sequence there, Curtis gets the job offer. But then a uh, clairvoyant daughter runs up and reveals the horrifying truth of why the kid was kidnapped in the beginning of the movie. Well, because the
0: sacred engine is supposed to be a perpetual motion machine. That's why it works. But- Ladies and gentlemen, do perpetual motion machines exist? No. You know what? Tony Stark would have solved all this. And so what are they using instead, everybody? Children. Children.
1: They're using a metaphor.
0: (laughs) Wrapped in a simile
2: inside a death engine. Inside an egg. Uh
3: Uh-huh.
2: Oh, the eggs is also another metaphor for our children. Oh, shit. Yeah, it is.
3: Yeah.
0: Nicely done. Nicely done, Pippin. I said I'm good at this.
3: And how he eats babies. Oh, Uh shit!
0: Wait, he didn't eat that one, though. He didn't eat it. He ripped it open and took the bullet outside. Out of it. With the message that said, blood. Blood. Oh, shit. Blood. 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 Blood.
1: blood. What? (laughs) Seeing that one kid in there. Yeah. uh, Curtis goes into hero mode. Gets his arm pinned in the spinning machinery. Which is,
0: you know, it's it brings him his hero moment because uh, he did not lose his arm unlike many of the elders he was one of the terrible kids in the beginning of the like when the train first went off uh, who ate babies as opposed to you know giving up his appendages to Um, feed others
2: like Gilliam did
0: and he regrets his choices but now he actually gets to sacrifice his arm and the baby he didn't eat was Edgar (laughs) Yep, who he did end up sacrificing anyway. Edgar
1: sacrificed himself, kinda. Why does Edgar
0: have that accent on the train? Magic. It's only been 17 years, okay? And he hung out with John Hurt a lot. John Hurt doesn't have that accent. Doesn't he? No. It was
1: a mix of John Hurt and uh, Chet the bodybuilder. You didn't see him.
2: (laughs) Fair enough. You're right. It was Chet's fault. It was Chet.
0: Fucking chet. <laughs> fucking fucking chet, chet
1: indeed. He was really into the protein bars, okay?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> they taste real weird, but I'm getting good gains, you guys.
2: Oh, everyone just just so you know, the protein bars were made of bugs. Um which yeah, looked gross, but not the most horrific thing to happen.
0: I mean, yeah. No, yeah. not the not the most horrific I thing mean, to happen in the course of that story. I mean
3: I, I really think someone was like, you know, that's not a bad idea.
0: Oh no,
1: that
2: seemed like super gross. But like, yeah.
3: I mean,
1: and Chris Evans' character reacting that way to it, you know, he ate babies. He come ate on.
0: babies. Yeah, I mean, look come at that on. leg he
2: can't stand on
0: because yeah. <laughs> he still has it
2: because he didn't cut it off like some heroes did. <laughs> Thank you,
1: John. Hurt. ah, uh, uh, John Hurt. Yeah. So, so the the movie ends as we mentioned. Uh, the Cronol the drug, which is also highly explosive and flammable and all that, blows everything and everyone to hell except the two kids. And they leave the train and see, I think, like a polar bear, right? Yeah. Thus, and I remember reading this online to be fair, the train ends, but life goes on.
2: I feel like it's important to point out that The destruction of the train was not just a sort of weird murder-suicide thing. The engineer, observing the outside world as it passes by,
0: had noticed that the snow was melting. To be fair, though, he also hallucinates because of all the drugs he takes.
2: That is also true.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So who knows? It was a drug-addled hunch. (laughs) Oops.
0: This seems legit. Sniff. Sniff.
1: so here's the thing, uh, years ago, I had actually read the graphic novel, uh, shortly after watching the movie. Oh. Ah. And, uh, I didn't, you know, I, 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 I traded away in like a book exchange a few years ago anyway. But here's the thing. This movie is a shining ray of optimism compared to the graphic novel.
0: Oh shit. <laughs> Really? What
1: happens? what happens in the graphic really? novel? Oh. Uh So, first of all, uh, none of the characters that exist in the movie are in the graphic novel. So, it's an adaptation in the most basic sense like that. The train is much narrower, but a whole lot longer. It's a thousand cars. Oh, super long. But the main character uh is this guy named Proloff. And it's not like this big revolution thing. They're just more or less... Pro- progressing through the train, uh, yeah, kind of like a, like a, I wouldn't say solo mission because there's another person with them from the mid sections. But first of all, the rear sections in the graphic novel, uh, it was basically established that it was like standing room only.
0: Mm. Like Ugh. it was
1: described as a hell on earth. Fun. And, uh, a- 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 as we get to the end of the train, uh, Proloff, Becomes the new uh, conductor, kind of like Curtis den- had denied doing. And here's the here's the the change in the movie: the train gets destroyed, and we see them walk off, and there's sign of life and all that, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. In
1: the graphic novel, it turns out the main character uh, was a uh, was a typhoid Mary. He was bringing pestilence throughout the entire train. <gasps> no, everyone is dead except him. And the train that keeps on moving on.
2: Oh, no! no! No, I don't like that at all.
1: <laughs> it is
3: bleak.
0: Holy shit. That is super bleak. Oh my god. But fantastic. I see why uh, uh, the direct, uh, the guy who directed and wrote the screenplay and did the story was apparently... Uh, shit. Uh, uh, Korean name. Bong Joon-ho. Uh, apparently he found it like a bookseller and then proceeded to read it all in one go in like standing there yeah, and like showing it to everyone. But, uh, he's like, you know, I really want to do this, but he ended up redoing all the, the characters and stuff like that just cause he wanted to make it more cinematic. And I mean, like, that's legit. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Um, but it's also a really powerful for the listeners at home, a really powerful example of how to do adaptation. You know, there's things you can do in graphic novels, there's things you can do in books, and there's things that you can do in movies, and how does that compare and contrast across it? Actually, I bet there's a novelization of Snowpiercer. I would love to see uh, – to have uh, somebody do a uh, compare and contrast against the three.
1: I have to wonder if novelizations are as common as they used to be.
2: Derrick Evan you know? Hansen has a, has a uh, novelization. Frozen has novelization. Fair enough.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is something I never think to actually get myself, so I'm like,
0: huh. Yeah, like, we know too much about it.
1: (laughs) We only have limited experience with it, to be fair. (laughs) Future episode.
0: Future episode.
1: (laughs) Bing! Uh, But yeah, like, yeah, I I agree. It's it's a good example of doing an adaptation pretty well of a graphic novel, because you're just – Basically taking a lot of the world-building elements mm-hmm. and setting a story using that uh, – not that world directly, because uh, the circumstances for the world freezing are a little bit different, if I remember right. In, in the graphic novel, it was actually just straight-up warfare, like mm. a new experimental weapon went yeah, that off. that sounds like and, us.
0: <laughs> yeah. It sounds like the shit we'd do. True. Yeah.
1: So it was rife for – Making a story inspired by it. Mm-hmm. That and... When it comes to, like, making a, a very thematic piece, you know... Train, hey, it's always moving, so the plot's always moving.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, nice. I like that. Aha! Uh-huh. Can't stop, and, won't stop. Literally can't stop.
1: And and just the fact that because you're on a train, A, you can just have a lot of interior scenes, so you don't have to worry about pesky outdoor shots. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, but also... Each new car with each new social class or whatever has new opportunities for scenery mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and commentary.
0: Well, I mean, I think that it's not so much a, a how to do this as this is a way like try to figure, you know how we how we play the game where we fuck things up. Yeah. Woo. You could do that with this uh, with this graphic novel and you could say to yourself, how could I have tried to make an adaptation that would have been shit? And one of the I ways, think
1: we have a game.
0: <laughs> well, th- that's, that's... But, like, you know, one way to do it is, like, do a scene for scene. And it would have Oof. been boring. Watchmen! <laughs> oh.
1: Shots fired.
2: What? I, 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 There's something in my
1: throat?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alex, were you singing shots? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Everybody!
0: Wow.
1: Al. Al, I support you. Thank you.
2: I don't. Alex. Wow. Alex. I love you most. Let this be evidence.
1: (laughs) 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 Anyway, I'm supporting Al. Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so, uh, we've been talking about this at length. Uh, are you guys ready for things you'd change?
0: Yeah, let's do changes, man. Ch Ch -ch changes.
3: Oh oh so you, so so you're going to judge me.
0: Yes. <laughs> mm. That's a classic Alex. And Shots uh, isn't?
1: Yeah, Shots <laughs> is classic. <laughs> all right, what what when do you jerks go first?
2: All right. So all I, right, all right. Here's the thing. This is a this is a good movie. And and normally I'm like, "Hey, let's add some people of color." But there are people of color. Yes. Wildly enough. Could the person of color have been the main character?
0: Sure. Uh, That would have been great. But on the other hand, I see why they didn't. And this gets into real-world practicality. They needed a big-name star.
2: Here's the thing. My point was going to be, what if the shirtless guy... (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) Fair. Listen, I I had a point. Don't you come stepping in on my story sheet? Okay, okay, okay. okay. So, yes. Getting all fussy over there. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow <laughs> Wow again Alex is my favorite um <laughs> sorry Brian. Uh, you you're second <sighs> my point is can't sell my shit in this. anyway <laughs> uh, no regrets some regrets so I can't pull my usual maybe there can be some people of color on this thing but... But, you know, we could do. <gasps> make it we could, queer. We could make it queer. Yes! Because, you know what? Times are tough. Uh, and you look for comfort wherever you can. <laughs> uh, and I'm really mad about that nine about holding a woman is better with two arms. Because, like, fuck you. Yeah, right? Ugh. Uh. We could hold a lot of people with as many hands as we have. Or feet. Or feet. Hey, if you're into oh, that. Uh,
0: no, mm, No, I put my... <laughs> Damn Hi. it.
2: <laughs> I am not kink shaming. I am not going to yuck your yum. Um
0: <laughs> Again,
2: people who've known me since I was a child. Um <laughs> But yeah, so so, so I I have no shame in this conversation. So yeah, I should probably back off the Edgar Curtis thing. Uh because yeah. I didn't realize at the start that he was a train baby. Uh, and he looked...
0: This,
2: this, this is terrible. He's looked older than 18. Pippin.
1: <laughs> Listen. McDonald.
2: Listen, don't make me... You
1: are me... not allowed at bars.
2: <laughs> Listen, don't make me look up how old the actor is, because I don't think any of us are going to be happy. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh. Where the fuck are you, Edgar?
0: Are you actually Jamie, doing it? No. Maybe. Uh He was born worst. in 1986. Brendan's age.
2: No.
1: Nope.
2: Shit. So my point is, the actor is in fact older than eighteen. My, my confusion was legit. Um, I'm sorry, are you victim blaming now. Listen, Edgar.
1: <laughs> moving on.
2: <laughs> there's an eating joke somewhere in there, and I can't make it because it'd be wrong. Um,
1: Full of protein. Moving on.
0: <laughs> and Brendan's oh, God, the, the one who did also that in show. Rocket
2: Man. That's why I recognized
0: him. Oh, huh. Anyway, go on, go on, let's keep going. Anyway, he wasn't queer in Rocket Man either. God damn it. <laughs> that you know of, don't shame people. <laughs>
2: he played Bernie Toppin. If he was gonna be queer, he would have been queer with Elton John. I mean, yeah, but Anyway. Probably have to back off of that one. But what about the shirtless hot guy? We could have had that.
1: But what about the shirtless hot guy?
2: <laughs> it's the That's title your mug.
0: We Is should a t- put that on a mug. What about the shirtless hot guy? What about the shirtless? Can we just have it, like, in repeating text? Like, yes. emphasizing different parts, like, in different fonts? What, what about the shirtless hot guy? What, what about, about
2: the shirtless, shirtless hot guy? guy? What about the shirtless? Oh, God, that's great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Keep an eye out sure. for it on our uh, No Story, a sacred merchandise page.
2: Which we oh, definitely I have. love
0: it. I love it. Do you, else, do you have anything else, Pippin? Do you have anything else? Do I
2: need anything else? I, I- ask you. more
1: shirtless hot guy.
2: Yeah, queerer and more of the shirtless hot guy. I mean, gonna- I want the shirtless okay. guy-, guy to have had a better death. Oh yeah, that's I mean fair. that's fair. Because okay, yeah, everyone had to die in this movie. It was that kind of movie. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I feel like he should have gone out in a bigger place of glory. Basically,
0: basically. Can I go? Sure. He should have been torn apart by all the rich people. Anyway, here you go. Actually, that would have been great. But remember, they're not like the lower class. <laughs> Which is why they would have torn them apart with their bare hands. Ooh. So my change is, and I, I kind of hinted at this earlier on, because again, I, I quite like this movie. I don't have a, a lot of changes to it in terms of storyline. But it annoys me that this is yet another future where... Apparently, uh, people with uh, disabilities don't exist. Mm, um, sure. They make them. Ooh, we ate the arms and shit. Like, okay, great. Well, clearly you had the technology and the wherewithal to, you know, uh, manage to keep these people going. But you couldn't bring any of the people maybe born that way? Or, I mean, we have wheelchair users. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, what exactly were the requirements to get on this train like rich people we knew about we knew about the richos right but there are rich disabled people too like you can't cure everything folks money doesn't do it i mean so there's that then there's the poor people at the end were they only like was there someone vetting them so only the hot i mean that doesn't make sense only the hot ones but
1: (laughs) i mean if i was a crazy eccentric uh train owner i'd be like only you, you have to be this hot to ride this train <laughs> oh
0: I mean same but also I will point out that a bunch of the upper class train cars were not ADA compliant uh they had like weirdo staircases going everywhere you know which okay fine he's a crazy train inventor like okay but it's it's just when we're talking representation right we frequently end up talking about uh, racial representation right? Mm-hmm. socioeconomic is, is a thing that uh, we don't recognize as being a representation issue, but we talk about it a lot anyway, but frequently the issue of uh, uh, disability representation is not at all even thought of. And so when you talk about seeing yourself in narratives, people who are disabled, look at something like this and be like, great. I just don't fucking exist. And you see that over and over and over again. Uh, And it blows.
1: So how would you address it?
0: I mean, honestly, I don't know if I would change. uh, uh, Technically, we did have a main character with a disability. That was Gilliam. Or Guillaume. I forget how the fuck you say. John Hurt. Gilliam. However, you know, you can do a lot with just having people there. Stick them in all, you know... Stick them in the poor section, stick them in the rich section. I would perhaps put marginally more into the rich section, uh, just because uh rich people are terrible and you can buy your way into a lot of things. But, you know, fuck it. Disabled people can be villains, too. You, you can do a lot. There was, like, one guy who was cross-eyed, and he was the, you know, the crazy cook who'd gone crazy from, like, making bug protein bars. Again, like, not really? the worst thing. I know. Like, this seems like a pretty sweet job. Oh, by the way, also foreshadowing, uh, because uh, it broke down, and so they had to have a human doing all the manual labor. Foreshadowing right in the beginning there for the kid oh, yeah, reveal that at was the end.
2: Very well done.
0: Right? But it's just, it's very, like, really, uh, you know, just having people. Just having people. Um, was there any, like, there was nobody doing sign language. Again, nobody in chairs. Uh, there was nobody with a, uh, I mean, fuck it. Have somebody with Down syndrome, like, randomly in the background. When I, my horrible romantic comedies that I love so much, I mean, I gotta say, they had better disability representation. <laughs> uh, That'd be falling in love. Thank wow. You. Thank you. Um, but. It
1: seems like a problem more endemic with, uh,
0: hollywood filmmaking as a whole right it is but it's not just filmmaking this is in regular storytelling as well true you know uh it's a big deal like there's there's a reason why it's a huge deal that like hawkeye in the comics is canonically deaf and canonically wanders around with hearing aids that he forgets to put in and you know half you know sign language half english bullshit and doesn't feel like listening to people like that's a big deal
1: actually uh one thing that was interesting in Mm uh In the D&D sourcebook that I gave Pippin, there is a character in that that shows up in the campaign a few times that is a person that signs using uh, the basically the fantasy equivalent of sign language.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome.
1: And it's, like, it's actually explicitly called out. Like, there's, you know, this she, I think, is born deaf and mm-hmm. communicates using the sign language. Awesome. I thought that was a nice touch.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. But it's it's one of those things where you know it's not am i like yelling at snowpiercer in particular like no but it is something that again we have a listening audience like fucking consider it you know
3: hi uh al do you have anything uh yeah i also don't have have uh like again think this movie is pretty well done (laughs) i'm gonna go left field and say hey uh Kind of interested in uh, seeing how this is done in other uh, transportation methods. I want snow piercer in a uh, the snow piercer in the dirigible, <laughs> air piercer, yes, yes, cloud piercer. There we go, cloud, cloud. cloud yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, and
2: uh- <laughs> how you yeah. can tell us an alternate history? There's a dirigible. <clears throat> <laughs>
3: <We> Listen, <laughs> dirigibles
0: are fucking great. <laughs>
3: We have to get to the front, or the back. I I don't know where it's actually piloted from. Uh,
2: (laughs) The top? (laughs) Yes, we have to
3: get to the top of the dirigible. (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. This is, like, technically a gondola, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs)
0: True, true. Oh, my God. I just imagined, like, if you kept going at that, like, the but, like, planes, trains, and automobiles. <laughs> and I imagine, like, the Fast and the Furious, but, like, Snowpiercer. <laughs> so that's, like, they keep hopping from car to car. <laughs> um, guys,
1: break. guys, th- that's Fast and the Furious 12. How did you know?
3: <gasps> <gasps> so true. Okay, now I want on to see that the episode of, of Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I was like, today we're looking at, at uh, uh, Wilford? Wilford. Yeah. yeah uh. What's it? Do we have not know his first name or. Mr. Uh, today we're looking at Mr. Wilhofer's amazing invention, the Snow Piercer Train.
0: <laughs> Some people have said that you're crazy. Care to comment? No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Would you like one of these farm fresh
3: eggs? I grew it in the middle section of the train. Train! Train! train. Uh, now let's take a look. Look inside the mechanisms of the train. Slay. Nope. <laughs> oh no! No. Nope. 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 nope, nope, nope. 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 Mm. But but you claim it's perpetual.
1: Surely you would show us. It is. It is. Proprietary. Mm.
2: Yes. It's perpetual. We all know what that looks like.
3: <laughs> 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 like this uh, this looks like a child-sized uh, <laughs> opening right here. <laughs> what a coincidence!
2: <laughs> By uh, the way, I have some wine in there. Do you want to? <laughs>
3: Yeah. But no, actually, I'm kind of interested, like, because what Snowpiercer also kind of is, it's it's a submarine story.
0: Yes, it is. Mm. Mm-hmm. I love submarine stories, like, which are also space stories.
3: Yep. Which is like, you no, you, you can't uh, go outside, man. You'll die.
0: <laughs> You'll die. Uh, so there's also a nice claustrophobia feel.
3: So, like, rather than, you know, space, dir- rather than a uh, dirigible, we'll, uh, you know, put it on a fucking space station. Huh. Like, uh, you have to get to, like, the, uh, the, uh, inner ring where, where, uh, where it's being controlled. Where gravity from. works? Yeah.
0: No, the outer ring. I'm sorry, outer rings are where gravity works. Inner rings don't. Passengers, sorry. but better. <sighs>
2: Ooh. <laughs> Snap. Oh,
0: a reference to a previous Moss Chris episode
1: Oh yeah, shit, we, did, oh, we yeah. didn't mention the you fact guys, that it's Moss Mos Chris. Chris It's
0: Moss Chris, which we celebrate by watching movies with Chris's in them Oops <laughs> Last year we watched <laughs> Passengers a shittier version of this movie, evidently No, last year we watched uh, Kid-
1: Playing it frickin' cool Oh god, did
0: we? Yeah, yeah. Passengers <laughs> was our first one <laughs> Oh, shit. Dang Is it. this our third Moss Chris?
2: Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Happy,
0: happy Moss yeah. Chris, everybody. And our, everybody. Second, happy and Mas our Mas second Chris, Chris, Chris. Evans. Listen, I have no regrets. Le- Next year, we got to do like a re- Gwendolyn Christie or something like that.
1: Look, th- this year, it wasn't really Chris Evans. It was his beard. Come on. True. <laughs> we already covered <laughs> true. this. True.
0: I'm sorry. You Were you saying something about Sebastian Stan? I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> 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 Holy
0: shit. All right. No Alex, you- regrets.
2: Alex, are you done? No. Yes,
3: I'm done.
1: <laughs> oh, shit. That means it's me. Oh. <laughs> so a couple of things I just want to address as we go into this, because I have like a change that I'm going to do uh, at the end here. One thing I wish that was done was a little bit more establishment or foreshadowing of the fact that the planet's warming back up again, because... At the beginning of the movie, we stick that guy's arm out the window and it
3: freezes in seven seconds.
1: Seven minutes. minutes and they do say, minutes.
0: they do say, at this altitude. And but also still,
3: it's still, also yeah. you're sticking her, your, his arm is being stuck out of a train that's, that's moving at how, how many hundreds of miles per hour? Doesn't matter. Because seven minutes for a full arm, that's
1: really freaking fast for a total freeze.
0: Yeah, that's like, true.
1: Life is still not possible. You know, I don't, even at you know the top of Mount Everest, it doesn't get that cold necessarily. I'm just saying we could have had a moment early on where it's like it was maybe could have just been a bit more splashier and maybe like had a couple of reactions of like, huh, they're usually not that bloody when we do this.
0: Although, hey, Weird. what about this? What about this? How do we know it's real? How do we know? Cause at this point now we just have the point of view of, um, the drug adult oh. hallucin- yeah, hallucinating, uh, clairvoyant daughter and a kid who's been stuck in a fucking engine for who know- for like a day, uh, who's also probably been sniffing some stuff in that engine. Uh, who knows oh. what's real?
1: I'm getting to that. <gasps> uh, Uh-oh. so, so that was just like one uh, thing. Another, another minor nitpick uh, that I want to address before I get to my actual big change. I didn't like the one guard who seemed to be like indestructible. Oh yeah, uh, that yeah. was weird. It's like that was, that, that, that didn't really add much and it was a little silly. It's like, ah, oh, that fight scene before was negated. Oh.
2: Again, ruined, uh, shirtless hot guy's, uh, death.
1: Yep. Yeah. Poor shirtless hot guy. Like if they'd uh, taken
2: each other out, it would have been better. Yeah. For but dinner. This- <laughs> you know,
1: I just take a nap after I get stabbed. That's just how I run. Don't I need to have that. Remove but that's impaled
2: thing. object, it's
0: fine. Yeah. Listeners, never uh, but- remove the impaled object. It's the Not only le- thing keeping your blood inside. Unless it's obstructing an airway. And
2: really, you should have called the EMTs by now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so here is the change I would have somehow made happen. I... Didn't necessarily like the whole entire, like, everybody on the train dies thing. I think it's much more constructive. And and for me, like, a, a little social allegory thing is I don't necessarily believe that the prior thing should be completely destroyed. Instead, I think evolution should happen. Change should happen. So I'm thinking instead of explosions and derailment and only two people leave and we see a polar bear maybe they die in d- a day later who knows uh instead it like this kind of coasts to a stop in like a cavern and then like humanity basically has to figure out how to rebuild from this point because maybe the fact that maybe the metaphor that we can try to address here is like this train is barreling forward representing like the prior generations uh a uh, uh, bullheaded approach to just Sticking to the one solution they know, and that's moving forward with this one plan. Well, that plan has not worked. Stop the plan. Stop the train. Build a new colony.
2: Stop the world. They want to get off. Mm. Uh,
1: But then, like, maybe just do, like, a cut to, like, five years later, and, like, the engine is providing heat in this cavern, and they're actually, like, growing plants and shit. Because they actually had plants and aquatic creatures and all that on the train and and cattle i think weird yeah
0: because they had all that frozen cattle like where the fuck were the cow trains
1: (laughs) somewhere in the 50s who knows (laughs) so they have all this so they can probably build a colony and there's air out there clearly so they can just start like rebuilding build anew rather than completely destroy
2: counterpoint sure rich people are the worst
1: Oh yeah, they can all freaking die. I mean, they can, that's where the, that's where the chrono bomb can, uh, come in, come in handy.
0: Yes.
1: And maybe like they're about to kill all the people in the rear section of the train and shirtless hot guy also stands back up from death and goes and kills all the bad guys back there and saves the day.
2: Yeah. Ah, shirtless hot guy.
1: Look, we, we, we gotta have something for everybody here. And that's what I aim to do. That, that's me. Total change from the ending. Nice. The most optimistic ending. Completely different from the source material.
0: <laughs> How very American of you. Apparently. A happy ending. Mm. <laughs>
3: I prefer hope.
0: Um, <laughs> Is that all of us?
1: Yep. Uh, I believe so. Hey,
0: can we take a moment before we go to the game? Um, I, I referenced it slightly, but... You guys do know about the Willy Wonka theory, right? Yes. No.
1: For the listeners at home, can you say what it is?
0: Absolutely. The Willy Wonka theory is um, one that was put out in a, a YouTube video, as these things so often are, and uh, we can link to that in the show notes, where somebody said, listen, this is my crazy theory. Uh, I think that Wilford is actually Charlie Bucket. Um, ah, shit. Yeah. He has... Uh, taken this concept yeah he's got the the big w for wonka right uh he's taken on this name to maintain the w brand uh crazy inventor uh does wild stuff uh has machines that make food out of things that shouldn't be food puts confederates on to the side of the heroes much like Willy wonka did with his man on the inside who was trying to steal the secret of the whatever. Which, as we find out in the movie, Gilliam is in fact working for Wilford, mm. uh, and has been the whole time. And, uh, and further, how does the train work? The train requires tiny people. What has gone extinct? Oompa Loompas. Oompa. The thing is, uh, this theory, like, it's extremely well laid out, uh, in this video and, and, and very tightly done. And I, I think somebody directed Chris Evans to it, and he's like, "Shit, yeah."
1: <laughs> what do you get when you work on a train? A lifetime of servitude and nothing but pain. Oh,
0: oh, and there's another nice. theory that uh, the Milford uh, uh uh fuck uh Tilda Swinton is one of the p- other kids oh, from snap. yeah, it's one of the other kids from that Wonka thing. And, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's a fantastic theory. It's very interesting. Uh, but I can't, I, I couldn't let us discussing Snowpiercer go past without bringing up, like, my, my actual favorite idea behind it. That's,
2: that's fair. Uh, an important theory to bring up. An equally thing, important thing to bring up, bring up is that shirtless, uh, thought guy,
1: <laughs> <laughs> his
2: character's name is Grey. And he's played by, uh, Luke Pasqualano, Pasqualino.
0: Okay. Uh, and I'm in love with him. I mean, that's fair. Are those his tattoos? Or were they lovingly applied by the makeup artist, uh, whose name could have been Pippin?
2: Uh, that, I, I, I don't know. Uh, me and Google Image Search will have a fun time later. <laughs> hmm. Uh, gross. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Anyway, do we want to play a game, and may I make a suggestion for what that game should be? Uh, yes, we want to play a game, and you can absolutely make a suggestion. Normally, when we uh, watch something or read something that we, you know, like and it's good, we, we play the game of how can we make it bad. <laughs> uh, but I Sex really... <laughs> but here's the thing, I really, 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 really want to play Special Appearance
0: by.
3: Oh, Pippin.
2: Pippin pippin
0: <laughs> oh no i think i can guess it fuck pippin all right i want to play this game and i want to go first here's the thing i have a backup <laughs> fuck
1: okay go for it so wh- what game are we playing here today we're playing special appearance by in which a uh, character from another story makes an appearance
2: Pippin's
0: and
1: pippin can't stop laughing <laughs> oh god
0: Right. Can, can no, I go first? no, no, no! I'm damn. going first. I'm going first. Fuck I already was, called it. I called dibs, and much. dibs is law. Dibs it was is law. my idea. You said you had a backup. I do, but I still dibs is you know, law. You know,
1: I think, I think, I think, I think Pippin can go oh! first because she's having a good time. The
0: fucking betrayal! It burns. Okay, fine, fine. Go, Pippin. <laughs> so
2: what if? What if? The roses from Shits Creek <laughs> are on the train. <laughs> are on the train, but they're not with the rich people. They're at the back you of the train. Fucking pitch. <laughs>
3: oh.
2: God damn it. What wins? The dystopic pain of Snowpiercer or the rom-com glory of Shits Creek? Here's the question. You know where's Patrick? David, fine. love.
0: No, he's Patrick? on the train. Because... Where he is he catches. on the train? Where is he? He's also on the back because I can't have them separate. No, here's the thing. I think he's one of the guards. They're in love, not either way. And then I get to have like a prison love fic because I like that. He's one of the guards, <laughs> but he's like, I don't feel right about this. Um, this wasn't what I wanted. I wanted my dream was to open a shop somewhere, and then David is like, you. Um, <laughs> alternately, my suggestion was going to be yes, also the Rose family. Fuck you. Um, but I wanted Moira to take uh, Tilda Swinton's place. Uh-huh. So Catherine O'Hara in uh, O'Hara her, like, most unintelligible accent. Just, <laughs> that would have been pretty great. Like, coming back. Like, I, I didn't see the cruelty, but I could hear being like, oh, those poor babies. <laughs> 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 at, at, at that point, I'm not sure
2: I want Moira being... Taking over the Till toe- toe- Swinton role so much as I want that character being played by Catherine O'Hara.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, like, it'd be pretty cool if, like, maybe they were on, cause remember in one of the train cars, early train cars, like the, the greenery car, there was somebody just knitting? Mm. What if that's where the roses were? And so they get, sw- they're, they're in near the back, but they get swept up into the revolution. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. And that's where David meets Patrick. I really love this journey for me. <laughs> 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 oh my god! That's okay. All right. First of all, fuck you, Pippin. Uh, no regrets. And I'm gonna fuck it. Fuck you too, Brendan, because you took this from me and gave it to Pippin. <laughs> <enough>. Damn it! <laughs> so that something it, it was right. And she fair. was. She was having such joy. <laughs> because I knew. I knew what she was gonna say. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> well, and I don't have a backup, so somebody else go. <laughs> okay.
3: You were trying to
0: monstrosity.
3: you trying slaving minstrosity. You were trying to snipe it from Pip.
0: I was. And you know what? No gr- No regrets.
2: I mean, some regrets because they didn't win. Ugh.
0: That's okay. <laughs> I, have a, I, I just thought of one. I just thought of one. Here, you guys go. All
1: right. Uh, Al, do you want to uh, go? Not yet. <laughs> okay. As Cat goes, I can go. Okay. So we have this train here in this dystopic future. The crew of the USS Enterprise protects <gasps> <fucker>. life. Mother- <laughs> <laughs> hey, Pip, fucking- yeah, yeah. high five!
0: Oh, God <laughs> fucking damn it! I was gonna do I was gonna do Voyager, but it was going to be st- fuck.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying they detect life on this planet. Uh, it was Earth all along, but whatever. And or actually, we don't even know necessarily if this was Earth. I, hey, um, I was gonna
0: have them tav- travel back in time, you know, to that terrible time. Remember?
1: Oh, that terrible time. Or, or no, no, no. This is like a mirror, mirror situation. They travel through a wormhole and get to an alternate earth future. And it's this bleak frickin train. And you know what? You know who can fix a uh, perpetual motion train to not require kids in the engine? Scotty. It's Scotty.
2: (laughs) Scotty can do anything.
1: And then like Kirk can give like a good old fashioned morals speech. It'll be great. And Spock <laughs> – I think Spock is the one who has to find out about the baby's part. And you know what? That's going to be testing the emotions thing, I'm just saying.
0: No, he would say something like – because this happened in a TOS episode. He would say something uh-huh. like, uh, you know, I understand. It's like, ah, you agree with us. He's like, I understand. I do not condone. Yeah. Oh,
1: snap. Uh, <laughs> Just – just <laughs> – them appearing in the middle of this revolution.
2: <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Bones in the back of the train, egging everyone on. <laughs>
1: Bones. Bones just takes one look at how grimy everybody is, and he's just like, oh, oh, I'll be in the back of the train. He
2: starts healing everybody, and everyone's all like, you can't yep. mess around with time like this. He's like, try to fucking stop me. I took an <laughs> oath.
1: <laughs> yep. Like, he manages to cure everybody's diseases. Including all those
2: UTIs,
3: <laughs> am I right?
2: Yeah. What? Yeah. Here's a question: Bones Curtis H- OTP,
3: <clears throat> or would this be like like a random planet? Uh, planet that, uh, that ended up being like a Nazi planet,
0: <laughs>
2: more
3: common than you think. <laughs> and
0: actually, in this day and age, I was surprised that we became one again.
3: Mm. Mm, uh, uh-huh. uh, and so they they have to like no no, but the prime director says we should let them keep on do- doing this. Like, but should
2: it? <laughs>
1: They eat babies. Prime Directive can stuff it.
2: I mean, they have a perpetual motion machine. How far were they from a warp
0: core, really? That's a good point. Good point. <laughs> that means that first contact rules are fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yep. yeah. oh, yeah. And our first contact is,
2: fuck you. <laughs> you
1: know, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It turns out that the very base element of the perpetual motion machine is a mini warp core.
0: No.
3: Wait. And does this mean that whatever drug uh, drug they were on is actually dil- dilithium crystals? <gasps> yeah, oh my it's God. emitting tachyons.
0: Oh what? no, that's, that's how they Star got brought there.
3: And that's also why. Yes. And that's why also why it makes it kind of clairvoyant. Yep. Ooh. You're not actually
0: clairvoyant because that's magic. You're actually uh, tapping into f- uh, alternate futures, uh, and statistically, at that moment using, uh, uh, using the tachyons, uh, making most likely guesses, but doing it in the course of instant because the human brain is blah, 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 blah.
1: Yes. Spock just goes on a long-winded science oh, yeah. fiction rant about it.
0: Star like, Trek bullshit. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Who would
3: have this like weird dumbfounded face when hearing, uh, hearing that someone's been eating and uh, dilithium crystals?
1: <laughs> oh, Scotty oh, would Scotty. be like floored about it, but also Scotty and bones. Knows. Scotty knows.
0: Scotty knows. Scotty doesn't know. Didn't we have a whole song about that? Scotty doesn't know. Scotty. Not the tune, you guys.
2: Scotty doesn't know that Fiona and me. Oh, my
0: God.
3: Do it in my van every Sunday. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway.
0: I'm right. You're wrong. Wait. You're not Eugene's mom, either. (laughs) You don't know me? Anyway. Anyway. uh, Okay. Fine. Listen, I'm going now. I'm going. Because otherwise, Alex... <laughs> no, Alex, gonna... snipe it! Mother Alex sniper. Uh,
2: uh uh Gravity Falls!
0: Okay, good. Thank God.
2: Fuck. Uh, oh okay. Falling in love. Um. <laughs> <laughs>
0: A terrible rom-com.
2: The,
3: uh, the Christmas uh, Christmas Prince. Uh.
0: <laughs> nope.
2: Hey, I mean... Comes back to haunt his house. It's not there anymore. It's covered in snow. <laughs> was like, what
3: the fuck? <laughs> uh, ghost nipples. Uh.
0: Yes!
3: Uh, but no, uh, of Christmas. No, so, uh, Gravity Falls. Let's, let's go with Gravity Falls. Oh, uh, uh, that sounds uh, like, uh, one of the random, uh, um, universes, uh, uh Ford accidentally walked into.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah. Mm-hmm. I can see that.
3: Like, he built a, 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 this perpetual motion, and, a machine to, who uh, survived to uh, survive an ice age. He's a fascinating person who I have to learn learn from. Flip yeah. the page. <laughs> it's like in, in his journal, one of his journal entries. He's flip the page. Turns out he he's he's using in children, and it's not actually a perpetual motion machine.
2: Disappointed. I feel lied to. <laughs> <laughs> I,
3: I mean, not the worst person I've met in my travels, but far from the best.
2: I mean, not even real perpetual motion.
3: (laughs) Unlike the one that I made. Yeah, uh,
0: unlike um, the one Ford made.
3: Yeah. Uh that Stanley. He managed to break because he was jealous. God,
0: Stanley. You know what? I think Mabel could have solved all of this. Mabel, apps. I've seen that (laughs) Tumblr post as well.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Everybody gets a sweater. (laughs) Except... Shirtless hot guy.
3: You, you can For reasons. You, you can stay shirtless. Dude, that, that, that is something that Mabel would do. Like, yes. Like, can I? Can this I have is a part sweater? of
0: my vision.
3: Can I have a sweater? No. <laughs> <laughs> you can hold waddles.
0: waddles. Waddles.
2: Oh, Waddles wouldn't have made it. <gasps> no. no, he would have died way
3: early on. <laughs> he would have been eaten.
0: Waddles, no. Look what you've done, Pippin. <laughs> Look what you've done. i've actually got a good one now that you fuckers are yeah
1: i'm proud of myself i'm I'm
0: very proud of both of us You absolute dickweeds anyway okay i got one that fine i'm going really left field and and it's all your fault i am saying that the the train is also a character because I am bringing in the haunting of Hill House. Oh no! Oh yes! How dare you! This because, is just a punishment. <laughs> yes, it is. Because, uh, because clairvoyance is already an established factor in this, so magic exists. Um, which means, guess what? So do ghosts.
1: Uh, don't you mean
2: g-g-g-g-ghosts?
0: That is if I was doing a Scooby-Doo cro- crossover, which I am not. <gasps> uh, Rude. Nope. How dare uh, you?
2: Everything, everything existence the be do universe. Prove me
0: wrong. <laughs> we are all in that universe. No, uh so the haunting of hill house um I'm I'm actually I did read both the book and I watched the Netflix uh s- series. And I think I watched that really awful movie that came out too with uh
1: Catherine Zeta-Jones.
0: Yeah, and and what's his head? Uh You've taken <laughs> my daughter. Houston. Yeah, him. I I've I've seen a surprising amount of The, the Haunting of Hill House. Um in terms of, I will never see any of it. The book is great and you will hate it. Yeah. I think what I would like is um, the sibling gang from the miniseries to be a family, as it were, like in within the tail car. Okay. I'm not sure this takes place in the revolution. You know, it's, there's a four year period between that, you know, that one and the previous one. Um, a bunch of people died in the previous one. I'd like this to be sort of an interstitial story. And in this interstitial story, they still have to live their lives. And these are, you know, siblings who hate each other at this point uh, because they had a lousy growing up experience. Why did they have a lousy growing up experience? Because they were train babies. And their mother went crazy per their thinking and ate their other sibling. What? Ugh. Yes. Uh the other ones managed to survive because the dad hid them or something like that, and some of them resent the dad and some of them resent the mom and no they all resent each other. And then they are all brought back together again to uh 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 to the corner of the train that uh oh maybe they're brought all back together because of the revolution. I don't know. In order to I don't know, solve a family thing. Who knows what? Uh but the point is ghosts. Then there's ghosts everywhere. Baby, there's tons of baby ghosts. Uh, there's ghosts of the previous uh, revolution people. Is it actually ghosts or are they just going crazy? Frankly, when you eat people, that's a problem.
1: Or is it the Kronal? Is it the
0: Kron? That's a very good point. In the uh, in in the the Haunting of Hill House TV series, one of the brothers had a drug problem, and one of them was a medium, and one of them had creepy like hand powers and stuff like that. So yeah, I don't think there's enough slipstream, which is a genre term, I mean, which is essentially like, you know, uh, uh, crossing the streams between like science fiction and fantasy or what have you. So I would love a creepy supernatural horror dystopia, future dystopia. I, I a post-apocalyptic future <laughs> I think that'd be awesome. I- I'm going to make a hard pass. <laughs> well, you should have let me have fucking uh, shit's Creek, Pippin. <laughs>
2: no, it was my
0: idea. It was great. <laughs> and I say mine's great, too.
1: Out of curiosity, Pippin, yes. what was your backup?
0: Final Fantasy
2: eight, so I could have selfie on a train.
1: <laughs> I freaking knew it. I was honestly surprised that your intro didn't say, like, I love trains.
2: Oh, it's because I forgot to think through the intro.
3: Ha. Oh, man, I just realized, like... Uh, I should have, have mentioned and fucking Infinity Train. A, a recent cartoon um, that uh, each train car or t- 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 teaches you a life lesson about yourself.
0: Huh.
2: I mean, this one did. This and, one did. Uh, and
3: I could have referenced the Quad City DJs.
1: I'm going to take the train and ride it. Um, <laughs> uh,
2: none of us sang uh, Runaway Train. Oh, yep. Yeah. Ain't never coming back. I mean, there uh, are a lot of missed
0: opportunities here. Uh, I have a friend who, uh, has a tag that she follows called, uh, Two People Are Dead, But The Train Is Fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> trolley Problem. Damn reference. it, we didn't
2: do a trolley problem. Um, uh, Hadestown, the musical features a train.
3: Uh, um, and tec- social stuff. The,
2: and social stuff. Uh,
3: The Orient Express. Oh,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Murders. Mm-hmm. There were murders on this express. There absolutely were, and the spoiler alert: it was everyone. It's true. Ah, man. Thank you. So, I just yeah, spoiled your Orient Express. <laughs>
2: uh, so, you guys, I think the moral of the story is that we've just failed this episode. We should just do it over again. I think that's the only
0: answer. Yeah, we failed you. Yeah, we're, we're so sorry.
3: Sorry.
2: sorry. Uh, you know, it, it, we
0: just. I'm I'm feeling so sorry. Can I just offer all the listeners? Do you guys Do you guys want a protein bar?
1: Extra squirmy edition. Uh, Oh honestly, Kat, I think that was a little bit railroaded in there.
2: (laughs) I'm
3: getting off.
0: (laughs) Wow.
1: You're getting off this train. It's the
0: end of the line, guys.
2: (gasps) Oh (laughs) man. I refuse. (laughs) Oh wow.
1: I'm not gonna tell you how to conduct your business, (laughs) Pippin.
3: All this is staying in the attic. Yeah, every single part. I, of it. How did we get so off the rails?
2: Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I just before we go, one point that one of my favorite perpetual jokes every winter uh, is someone in Boston uh, every time the the tea stops because it's the fucking tea, <laughs> wondering out loud how long it takes for it to turn into snowpiercer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a legit uh. question, though. Right.
1: Uh, that might be me one day. <laughs> and with that, that was Snowpiercer. <laughs> As always, if you have an idea or prompt to submit, head on over to NoStoryIsSacred.com slash submission. You can follow us on Twitter at no Story is sacred, or send an email through contact at com. Your hosts have been Alex McDonald, Brendan McDonald, Pippin McDonald, and Catherine Crichton. Editing for this episode done by Brendan. Transcript done by Ashley DaCosta. Art by Jay Wolf. Show notes and transcript are available at NoStoryIsSacred.com Thanks for listening, everyone, and please rate, review, and subscribe to No Story Is Secret. You can also visit our Patreon page to support the show and get neat rewards at Patreon.com slash NoStoryIsSacred. See you next time when we talk about, for real this time, pinky swear. <laughs> we talk about an original story idea by Kat. <laughs>
0: yeah definitely that's happening yeah totally yep 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 uh, yep, yep, yep yep
1: until then where no story is sacred and any story can be changed i'm brendan i'm pippin i'm alex
0: and i'm cat
1: and we're no, no story, story is sacred, sacred.